0: Welcome to an episode here with Create It with Katrina Julia. I am so excited, you guys, because I am here with Amelia Rodriguez, who I actually met through Airbnb and her beautiful garden haven property spoke to me months ago, and I knew I would end up staying here. So, this is literally a dream come true. Amelia herself is incredible. She is professionally an anthropologist for years and in social planning, also a jewelry maker and business owner, and also has numerous properties on Airbnb. Welcome to the show, Amelia.
1: Ah, hello, Katrina. That's such a wonderful welcoming for me. I am so glad to be in your show. I think you are a most talented young woman who's Traveling around the world and making a significant change in many people's lives by offering this opportunity to record our lifestyles, our culture, our orientations, and also how did we become entrepreneurs, which I think is one of your basic motivations to have this web and to have all this going on. So this is funny, Katrina, that you say that uh, you are just excited about coming here because I can see your passion you say you've been excited for months before you came here I am equally passionate so please stop me because I'm going to be talking uh, of everything I do with the same passion that you show for everything you do okay but I think the thing that defines me Katrina and that's why I studied anthropology and that's why I worked as an anthropologist here in Costa Rica and also in other countries, is that since very young, the reason for me to live, to go through life was the search and also the respect and also the sharing of different cultures and their identity. And I could not think of a profession that would lead me to that more than anthropology. And that's why, among many other things that interested me, because I'm multi-interested and multi-passionate, I decided to study anthropology because I knew that was what was closer to my heart. And through anthropology, I decided to travel to many, many countries to make the dream come true of visiting cultures, understanding men, and paying an homage to them.
0: What's amazing, Amelia, and you guys, you can't see Amelia, but also what's amazing about her is. Wait, I, gonna, gonna, huh? When we do it, when
1: we're we going to do it, you were going to video
0: I will later. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what we talked about. Um, side note, sidebars, you guys, that what's amazing about Amelia, and you'll see in the link in the show notes also is if when you see her or you see her pictures she's not and I don't you know this from listening to the show I'm not a b- big believer of categorizing people by age but and I was trying to figure out Amelia's age when I first came and then she freely shared she's over 70 but if no, you just a little bit under just, 70 <laughs> oh i thought. I was no, thinking no. of my mom. I was thinking of my mom, seventy-one. No, no don't forget me. Don't put me more no. years. <laughs> no. she's, she's just a little bit under seventy. Correction. <laughs> but you would never. This is the great part. You would never guess it. Like I was debating. Like, is she fifty? Is she this? Because she's so vibrant and full of life. So it doesn't surprise me at all with, you know, your focus on your, on the study of anthropology and why and how it drew you. And also what we didn't talk about yet is you're also a mom of three beautiful children along the way of your travels and your adventures and everything else. And then with anthropology and the study of that, it makes us human. And we didn't even talk about this. I had a great professor in anthropology and undergraduate that I that fascinated me. Yeah. So I can see why it 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 drew you. But everything Amelia does is like she said with passion. Whether I've seen her, you know, doing her jewelry or things with her Airbnb. Or, you know, workouts or just so many things. So when you look back and you think of like, you know, your search for identity or the study, you know, of human behaviors and experiences you've had all around the world, whether it's been, you know, with the World Bank or the World Health Organization, what do you really like, what do you really feel like has been trigger points for you? Because you also had lots of transformation in your life. Yes. Yes you also Absolutely. had major pivots and you from what i've spent with you the last almost 3 weeks now you always seem to land on top and then also things that we've talked about you know historically you did things as a woman well before the time that yes. most women were doing
1: yes. yes that's so true katrina i have to say probably the triggering how do you call it pivot in my life has always been my heart above my mind or my reason. I think I've been very true to the, to the calling of my heart and that's why I, since very young, I did something most young women would not do in a Latin country. Costa Rica is part of this macho society, not anymore now. I would say it's changing a lot, but it has been a very macho-oriented society. And I always wanted to study abroad on my own be doing what i wanted to do um experience cultures and countries so the one thing that i have to acknowledge first and mostly is that my parents being part of this latin traditional society allowed me to be allowed me to get away of this country at the age of 19. that was very young in this country Uh, My father also had already, before that, given me a legal status of an adult when I was only 15 and given me a a car so I could move around the country the way I wanted to move around the country. And uh, from then on, I had been going from one uh, study to the other, one profession or one activity to the other throughout my whole life, even after having my kids which was a great part also of my life. Being a mother has also been something I have enjoyed thoroughly. But in every stage of my life, I have followed my heart. So all the transformations have followed that. So when I was younger, it was becoming a professional, going to many countries. When I had the kids, I decided to stop my professional life as a, a white collar professional that had to be 7 a.m. in an office and 10 p.m. out of the... I mean, 6 p.m. out of the office, sometimes 10 (laughs) p.m. Sometimes But then when I became a mother, I wanted to also be a mother at least part-time, if not full-time. And that's when I decided that we went to live to Africa. I stopped working in all these organizations that you were talking about. And then in Africa, living there... I found my new passion, and that's what has been my, my biggest love. And it's you remaking out of the beads that tell you the history of the world, because that's what beads do. Beads are the tiniest recipients of what has gone on in the world since trade began in this world.
0: It's, it's amazing to hear like your story. Like, of course, I've been interacting with you, but just seeing like even like it summarized and just the impact of it. Imagine, like you said, you were in D.C. and then deciding to go to Africa, being a very present parent, and then the jewelry. And when I went to the museum, the museums in Costa Rica um, last few days ago, I could see now more of the meaning like in your jewelry when i observed the things like the the pendants of costa rica oh, yeah, they, or the old. the in the gold museum or the influences of all the different nations whether it's been colombia or jamaica or africa just so many things within even here in costa rica mm-hmm. and it's i can see what you mean by the jewelry being you know and then the beads showing the history But also like the meaning or sometimes the protection and so many cultures view it very differently.
1: Absolutely. beads are the most fascinating uh, private property uh, items that anybody can have. One, you can travel with them. So they were, you know something, Katrina? This is something I never told you. They were the first object of private property in the world. Well, because our ancestors that had to move all over the areas that they knew to search for food and to search for new places to live in, they would only carry what they could carry on their bodies with them. So jewelry was one of the few things they could carry with them. From the very beginning, that's why we have remains of jewelry, from the beginning of humankind, mm-hmm. so it, it, it's that fascinating. Well, wow. it's that. That's why I, as an anthropologist, was fascinated with the beads and the bead trade mm-hmm. and their symbology all over the world, the different things that they meant to every person. Wow. And also recently, I have been fascinated by their energies. I'm very much into the spirituality, mm-hmm. also something we didn't mention because mm-hmm. it's so much we have to mention. Mm-hmm. But the spiritual world, in terms of the respect for all religions, for all cultures, mm-hmm. in, in, implies religion and and religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, I am very attached to the, I would say, more Asian beliefs mm-hmm. of uh, spirituality leading all your decisions, all the things you make in life. And you know beads that come from gems, they are part of the living life. They're the mineral rain. Mm-hmm. They have a life of their own. They have their own vibrations. They talk to you. The bead you choose, the color you choose, mm-hmm. it's talking to you. The properties of that bead are awesome. going to be very, very helpful in your life.
0: It's it's amazing to get the insight. Like obviously, like how you're getting the design, and also like I've looked at like some things with gems and different things but obviously nothing like in depth with like have you have but I'm just imagining you also like in Africa like you're starting to get fascinated and interested in the jewelry and like how did that I'm curious also how that impacted like you know your family at the time And then how did that end up going? Because, you know, when I was talking to Jean and putting together the video and he was showing me some of the media clips and some of the incredible places like your jewelry has been featured and you guys, you can't see it now, but you'll see it in the link in the show notes. She's wearing like a beautiful Guatemalan piece, you know, and a Guatemalan like shirt. And then her art, to me, shows so many different cultures all around the world. That's what it does. It's just at a glance when I was, say, looking at it, but even I saw things in the museums, like I can already tell, or like your influence from Africa, I can tell where it's, you know, you're intentionally picking, like you said, different things to both on an energetic and spiritual level, but also obviously on a pleasing visually. Absolutely. I believe beauty is part and the
1: search for beauty. Whatever you call, it. because what we all think of beauty is very different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the search for beauty, for being appealing, being attractive, mm-hmm. and feeling also very confident, is
0: universal. I found that everywhere in the world. Absolutely, and even as a woman, like there's an incredible book I wrote uh, wrote I read called "Captivating" um, about unveiling a woman's soul, and that's one of the things it talks about. Is and I, I believe that also is that beauty like from you know unveiling the beauty is so key especially as a woman and even we discovered uh, what last week or the week before that we're both Libras yes so that's also near and dear as a Libra and then also going back to what you talked about like the inclusion of people and honoring and respecting and loving people like no matter what I that even caught you know my view and my glance when I was reading your information on airbnb that you're like, we accept all, like we embrace all, like it is a safe, you know, it is a safe and beautiful and loving haven. Oh, absolutely. And
1: and that was not easy in a Latin country when I was growing up. Okay, you already said it, I'm almost 70. By the time I was 12, 13, 14, I was already very aware of discrimination Mm -hmm. in all the possible ways, racial, religious, The color of your skin. Everything. The preference, your preference, sexuality. Mm -hmm. And uh, to me, somehow, I guess I must be a very old soul because all of that was so hurting. It it was hurting so much, all the discrimination. Mm -hmm. I always thought I had to study and do something that would so-and-so in, how do you call this? Uh, Quotation? In quotation, Correct. (laughs) this injustice that i saw all over the world
0: well at the end of the day like you you're saying like you already felt that okay this this and this and the treatment or the injustice of this is is a movement away from love oh absolutely there can be nothing
1: more separate it's it's a way it's a disconnection from your our human essence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what it means all these discriminations in the most profound sense is disconnecting, disconnecting ourselves from our human essence,
0: and we have Become so much, much of it.
1: separated. Oh, do we, we? we? Ah, your country, my country, every, every country, country has a, uh, examples of how this is appealing for so many people. Yeah. To
0: disconnect. Well, many conversations that we've had <laughs> over the last, you know, few weeks, uh, from like you said, whether it's been here, whether it's been historically, whether it's been recent things in the United States. I mean, all around the world. And of course, we have great examples of love, but we also have great, great, not so great examples of the disconnection. The fear. The, the fear. fear exactly. The fear. The hate. The fear and the hate yeah. is
1: what's bringing on the this darkness, disconnection. The, yeah, yes. absolutely. And through Airbnb, you know, by having people from all over the world from all religions, from all sexual preferences, mm-hmm. from all colors. Mm-hmm. It's like, again, Airbnb and my jewelry are a way to respect and bring in a homage, you say homage? Yes! Mm-hmm. To the real human mm-hmm. essence.
0: And another note, you guys, to mention. No, absolutely, it's a great way for you to integrate purpose Exactly. purpose that when we've talked a lot about purpose, the other thing is you guys is Amelia also speaks multiple languages. Uh, we also talked about if there's anything that you want to express in Spanish, definitely do. Uh, because, you know, like if you were expressing something in English but speaking in a different language and you're listening, then sometimes it's more profound to say something, you know, in whatever language makes the most sense. And sometimes I feel like certain things are expressed more beautifully in Spanish.
1: Well, maybe, but then now I I have to confess to you, I'm very, very comfortable speaking in English to you. Good. And I must also add to this multicultural uh, life of mine that my ex-husband and the father of my three kids, he's an American, but he has European ascendance, Russian and German and uh italia i mean it's crazy my kids have been wandering throughout the world they also are adventurers and travelers so for all of us, my family entire family is uh it's like a a homage also the way they have decided to live, the way the things that my kids do and the guy i chose for a husband at the time also he was a crazy adventurer just like me Uh, that's the lifestyle I decided to make for Mm -hmm. myself and it's worked out it's worked out no
0: it's amazing to see like an example of like how your family developed and the free spirits and that you didn't let culture society um, whatever the norms, and I'm putting quotes up, were at the time. You decided, even when there was no digital nomad lifestyle or anything like that, exactly. you decided to create your own version of it and leave. You know the United States, go to Africa, and then ultimately, at some point, come back to Costa Rica as well and create. You know what you loved from every you know angle, and what I see is a constant theme is that no matter, obviously you, you know, all of us, we don't go through this life unscarred, you know, having painful moments, but you constantly have this ability. And I think many people can benefit from it to turn pain to purpose. Always. I learned it the hard
1: way, Katrina. It was not, I said always, no, it's not true. It was not always like that. There were moments in my life that I allow myself to feel the victim, and to have self-pity, and become more, more of an automatic person, and, uh, and also I had severe depressions at some point in my life, but it all has been resolved, uh, you know, I guess just following my heart, doing every time now, every time I take a decision, I was doing what my heart tells me, not what anybody tells me, not what, society tells me. It's just what my heart tells me. And then this gives purpose to everything I do nowadays, even though we have suffering every day of our lives. It's the older you get, the more we suffer, the more people we lose, the more people that go through very difficult periods. You even have to suffer from uh, the possibility of even maybe losing a child, which I had recently one of my twin girls uh was suffering from a very aggressive cancer now she's Mm. finally out of it and we're all very happy for Mm -hmm. that but that was a point in my life where you know i could have succumbed and i didn't i just thought and she has made an example of her suffering too because she's now lecturing about the resilience Mm -hmm. of going through a cancer and overcoming it and becoming a stronger and better person out of it Mm -hmm. so Yes, we can all choose with a certain maturity, with a certain wisdom, that to some of you come earlier, like you, Katrina, you're much wiser than I am. (laughs) I I mean, not not than I am now, no, than I was at your age. (laughs) Much, much wiser than I was at your age. There's something about this new generation, the age of Aquarius, that some people are maturing first, are being very wise first but you learn what life is all about sooner than later. I'm glad I learned it later. It, although I didn't do it all the time, sooner, sometimes yes, sometimes not, but I'm still this, and, and you ask me, what do I want to tell people? Can we close with this statement? Just like you think I'm ageless because of my spirit. I think one of the things that can make a human being ageless is that they keep on finding meaning and purpose in their lives. Forever, it doesn't end. You're never too old to do anything. The only thing that can take a dream away from you is death. That's the only limit you have to put to yourself in your life. So I'm sure, I don't know what I'll be doing in my 80s, but I'm willing to see if I'm in this world, what new experience I am willing to embrace in the future.
0: I love so much of what you said. Uh, Wow. So many takeaways from that, from the, you know, the admitting of the human moments, the humanity of the depression or different moments, you know, that we've all had that. Then obviously like the story of your daughter and the resilience and now how she's turning that pain to purpose, like your legacy and then embracing every moment and living fully present I've definitely seen that with you on a day-by-day basis and embracing life fully and, and you know, choosing to not be limited. And then from that, also thinking about you know, how you wanna live all the time and then how you wanna connect with people all the time. And you know, along those lines, the other thing is, you know, I see you constantly creating what you love and anything else, and I, I think you summed it up, but is there anything, oh, I did want to share one thing that you talked about the purpose and then meaning. following your, the meaning, making it mean something and mean something positive, And then also connecting it back to your heart, because I think so many times we get confused by the external. Exactly, And we've had so many conversation on the spiritual and on the practical that so many times in this world, people get confused. And obviously, you know, I've walked through this a ton and thank you for the compliment. But plenty of times, you know, I was distracted by status, symbol, culture, you know, money, all the things, which in a sense, those things aren't bad by themselves. But if you disconnect from your soul and your spirit and your heart, and that becomes like your God. Exactly. Then it I mean, can be. Need it. Like- you
1: need the success to keep on doing the things you love.
0: Of- you need people's appraisal
1: so to keep on doing mm-hmm. what you love. If you don't get any feedback from either economically, materially, and also emotionally from what you do, you end up thinking that what you do has no meaning. So, you know, of course you need all that. It's just, it has
0: not to master you. It's like a dance, absolutely. And then from that, like how you said, because I think so many times, especially now, like in the age of, you know, technology, social media, all these different things, like they can be an inspiration. But then also like when we, and this goes to any age, when you don't really listen to your heart and obviously you started connecting with that years ago. And following that path long before there was all these different people helping or guiding or doing different things. And obviously, it's landed you and continues to land you exactly where you want to be, both on a spiritual and on a practical level. Absolutely. So, so no, that shines from you, like in your spirit and your joy for life all the time and just your enthusiasm and your excitement. It's such a joy to see because, you know, as you guys listen, you know, people are walking through so many things now in the pandemic. So many people are giving up. So many people are using, you know, not having external things or age or other things as a limitation. And yes, it can be hard, but it's also a choice. So no, you're such a bright, shining example of it. and It's oh, been an honor. Just one last thing yes. I, would, I would like to add. Yes, on that, so on that last point, point.
1: yes. yes. Okay, pandemic has been one of the worst years for many people, and we cannot avoid that. It was not for me, but that doesn't mean that I don't acknowledge the suffering it has brought and the changes it's going to bring, and hopefully most of them for the good. But then I've learned another thing. You know, when I was young, that's another thing that can give purpose to your life. I wanted to change the whole world. And I was absolutely distraught by all this suffering violence in so many countries. And just I just needed to turn around to my neighbor country, Central America, the rest of Central America, such a suffering region. So in pandemia, more than ever, I reminded myself, I cannot save the world anymore. People have to start changing themselves first and then try to, but I can do a lot for my neighbor. I can do a lot for my space you know, my next neighborhood, space, even my country or even the province I live with. And being of service to others in whatever you think you can be of service. You know, it doesn't mean you have to change the world like I used to think. It's always going to be a source of joy also. Such a source of joy and welfare that people don't even know how that heals until they do it thinking of others needs before you think of your needs is sometimes so healing and there's always things you can do on a small scale on a less demanding scale
0: but to your point it's so beautiful and it so resonates with me because i always also share and say um the service to others and you talked about the healing And that uh, one of the phrases at the college I went to was a measure of a life is its service. And that really, really stuck to me. And I love how you said it can be healing because sometimes, and I've definitely found this in my own life, and I imagine in yours you have as well, sometimes the hardest things in your life to overcome, when you stop focusing on your hardship or your circumstance or your pain... And you do something for someone in that exact same area, exactly. it absolutely heals. Exactly. And every act, there's nothing small in the world. Every act leads to, like, it's like, when they did the study of the butterfly flapping its wings, you know, in Asia, oh, yes. and the ripple effects. Exactly. So when you do something kind, like with me or with Jean or like anyone else here, the ripple effects because we remember those acts of kindness and then we want to pay it forward. I mean, perfect example that happened today that I thought was hilarious. I waited, you know, in line for like 30 minutes at the post office and I thought, I saw Jean come up at the exact moment. Do, do people know who Jean is? Oh, Jean works with Amelia, you guys. He's amazing. He creates be jewelry with me for 14 years 14 now. 14 years. He. Um, he's also a philosopher and a theologist. Yes, he's incredible, super sweet, super nice. And he was mailing some jewelry pieces. But I was at the post office and he helped put together a beautiful necklace for my mom. And I thought, because I messaged Amelia on WhatsApp, that, oh, I'm done with the gym. Him. I'm at the post office I'll see you soon and next thing I know I look up and I see him and yes. so when things like that happen and I asked him I said did Amelia tell you I was here and he said no. No, no and I said I said wow and so immediately I thought of like wow the miracle moments that had to happen that John didn't have to wait in line for like 30 minutes did. an hour like I did exactly Then that obviously that's some sort of form of kindness being like reciprocation for him from something else completely unrelated yes of course so when you think of and when you start to look at the world like from ripple effects or the miracle moments instead of the things that are wrong you start to recognize so many things all the time that's exactly the choice is that to
1: see in every day in everything that happens the miracle of life I that love it is
0: exactly. Anything else it's been such a pleasure being here the last 3 weeks. I'm going to miss my home
1: here. Oh, you, this is going to be your home in Costa Rica. I mean, don't even think you're going away. <laughs> I mean, you'll never come back to Costa Rica without coming back here. Oh, I already...
0: Don't even think you can do that. (laughs) I'm already planning. I was already looking at my dates for July, August, and September. Mm. And I was already planning and looking and syncing my dates when I come here. And then I also shared you guys with her. One of my good friends, Priscilla, is coming. So I already was saying, okay, we have to stay at Amelia's five days at least. And then you have this room, I have this room, or vice versa. we have
1: two rooms here for you, girl.
0: And then, you
1: know what... I may be several years older than you, but I think I'm going to travel with
0: you. We would also. totally take you. Absolutely. We would totally Let's take Let's hit you. the road, yes. girls. Yes. Let's hit the road. So another thing, you guys, also, so one, you could obviously hear the passion and the joy in Amelia's voice, but also staying here. I've met so many incredible people, like the yes. souls you attract. From recently, Rose, you guys, stayed here. She's from the Philippines, but she worked at the U.N., um, Um, or she still works at the UN in New York and she was here for dental work and different things then Anna that's also traveling from California that's an artist so it's just like the people that you know this haven attracts and this beautiful garden in the middle of her home it's a beautiful colonial home I would highly recommend you come stay here she also has several other properties and homes I have three apartments inside the property and
1: you also met a beautiful American
0: Mormon family yes I was about to talk about them too Ashley and Logan, you guys that have been here over eight months. Almost a year Yes, now. Almost a year. Their mom is visiting. They're originally from Utah, lived in Texas, traveled to Asia. Now they've been here. They have two beautiful girls, Savannah and Clara, that we get daily hugs from. Yes. So it's just so such a beautiful spirit of the place and if you see the pictures in my blog but like every room is like a representation of Amelia's passions like from like the room we're sitting in it's like her African room to the garden to the jewelry store to her three beautiful dogs Ragnar Oprah that's Becca. sitting next to me <laughs> and Becca that was licking us when we started the interview exactly
1: giving so, us goodbye Go her goodbye yes Yes. for the interview
0: so anything else you want to leave um whoever's listening with amelia no that, i i actually i think that that was it i want to
1: let people know that if we choose to every day every day is worthwhile living and every day is a miracle
0: perfectly said such a pleasure, again, thank you so much for having me, and thank you so much for being on the show. It's
1: thank you so much for choosing me and my place. It's been my pleasure, not yours.
0: Ah, mutually! <laughs> I, it's been mutually! Don't take my no, pleasure I'm away. kidding, I'm <laughs>
1: kidding. It's been our mutual pleasure.
0: Thank you again so much and you guys check out the link in the show notes. You'll see a recap of some of my stay here, some of Amelia's recommendations and also a direct link to her Airbnb profile and her Facebook page with her jewelry that is world renowned and recognized all around the world as well. Thanks. Chats on faith, wellness, money, marketing, business, and travel so you create a life and business already. Head on over to the blog, the podcast, and the freebies to jumpstart your transformation. If you're ready to dive into the online courses, the live events, or the retreat. And if you want to create with our community on an even deeper level, definitely check out our internships, our influencer collaborations, management, and brand engagement. Let's create it.